0: welcome to episode 15 of Set Your Mind To It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal advice, tips, and life experiences to help like-minded, ambitious young women to achieve their goals. So for today's episode, I wanted to do a topic of how to get into a regular exercise routine. This is something that I was chatting with my friends about. I'm someone who works in the health and fitness industry. I'm studying something that's also associated with health. And I've gotten myself into quite a good regular routine with my exercise and my friends shared that that would be something that I'd be interested in. I was like well if they're interested then it's probably something that you guys would be interested in as well. I think a lot of people can struggle with getting into a regular habit with exercise and for me it's something that I don't even think about too much these days about having to force myself and I don't really rely on motivation which might sound a little crazy but I'll talk about it all in a minute. But I'm just at a point now where it's a consistent habit and for me I was like, oh, I don't think about it too much but that's probably why it's a good thing for me to share because I've gotten into a point where it's actually just automated which means that subconsciously I've gotten some good beliefs around it, some thoughts that are serving me and working for me. So even though I don't have to think about it, if I can pull it apart, there's probably some really good tips for me to share with you guys if you are finding that it's not super natural and automatic for you guys to regularly exercise each day and that's something that you're wanting to implement. And I think it is super important for everyone to have some kind of regular exercise in their routine. It's super important for your health, your fitness, your well being, mental health, everything. So even if it's not something that you're wanting to be doing every single day, you might just want to know how to get into a good, consistent habit a couple of times a week. So Hopefully this episode will share a couple of tips that you'll be able to implement yourself. So, first of all, I've mentioned this in other episodes for different and various topics, but if you're wanting to become someone who does something, you need to have an identity that matches up with that. So, for example, like for me, this is one thing that I struggle with, is someone like I try to cut out chocolate, but then I identify as a chocolate lover. And so I'm always pulled back to breaking my you know ban on chocolate or whatever it might be my time off not having any chocolate and I'll always go back to it because at the heart of it I identify as a chocolate lover or a chocolate addict all those beliefs and identities if I really want to make change I need to change that something I'm still working on but I know theoretically how it works but with this same thing but I'm in the opposite camp for fitness I identify as someone who's fit and a person who exercises regularly a person who's strong i've got all these identities around health and fitness being an integral part of me and something that i do i view it as something that i love doing i love exercising i view it as something that makes me feel good but at the core of it my belief is that i'm a person who exercises regularly i'm a fit person those are my beliefs and sure that you might look at me and say oh well that's easy for you to say because well you are fit you work in a gym you do exercise regularly that doesn't work if i don't do that like if i'm a person that does no exercise i can't have a belief that i'm a fit person but you can it's the same as i could be someone who is eating chocolate and believe that i'm someone who doesn't eat chocolate but i could be still doing that action but believe that that's not my identity so you've just got to shift those thoughts because once you start to believe that and have an identity around it even if you're not doing the action so if you believe that you're a person who exercises even if you're not doing it all the time if you have a belief that that's the type of person that you are you'll start to act in line with that and you will start to become that person so with my chocolate example as long as I think that I'm a chocolate lover or addicted to chocolate I will continue to fall back into those habits of having chocolate and same if you identify as someone who doesn't exercise you'll continue to fall back into those habits of not exercising. So this is something that I see tons because like I've said and if you've listened to other episodes I work in the gym which means I spend a lot of time as a receptionist on the phone to clients who are dormant. So we actually call our members that stop coming in and so I've heard every single excuse under the sun for why you're not exercising. I've heard it all and guess what like it's still an excuse. (laughs) I'm sorry I've worked at the gym for long enough that I've heard people say, I'm working full time, I've got a kid or I'm studying and they might have all three things going on, like they might have multiple reasons, but then I still see people that have got the exact same situation, the difference is them coming into the gym and making the time. So at the end of the day, there's lots of excuses you can make, but you need to make it a priority and you need to identify as someone who does prioritise exercise no matter what. So if you think health and fitness isn't a number one priority for you and it's something that falls off the bandwagon that when you get busy, it's something you give up, then yeah, you're going to stop exercising. But I've seen the people and I'm one of those people that will make the time. Like I've had people try and, well, not try, they do. They call up or they come in and cancel memberships because they can't get into the gym because they just got a full-time job. And I try and be understanding and empathetic because, you know, it doesn't go down well if you tell someone, well that's just an excuse try harder <laughs> but I've been on placement myself which is full-time hours full-time work and so I've just come off a placement which was I did 8am till four thirty. and this isn't for comparison to shame anyone but just to say that I understand I've been in all the different situations of a student as someone who's done full-time hours I get it I get that it's hard but if you make time you can be someone who regularly exercises so when I was doing my placement, eight to 4.30. For the first few weeks of that, I was making sure I was always turning up to a 5.30 class every single day after placement. And then I found that once ISO kicked in for a second time, I couldn't go into a studio to work out. And I was finding I wasn't enjoying working out at home in the afternoons because I was really tired. And rather than say oh, I'm doing it full time, I don't have access to a gym, I don't have any weights, which I didn't, Rather than saying, Oh, well, I just don't have time to exercise because I'm too tired and I don't have time, guess what? I started getting up and doing it in the mornings. I was getting up at 5 45. And if you think, Oh, but I'm not a morning person, guess what? I've got an episode for you called How to Become a Morning Person. It's one of my more popular episodes and it is number. It's episode five, eight tips to become a morning person. So I can tell you how to become someone who gets into a regular exercise routine. And if your excuse is, oh, but I don't have time, there's mornings. And I can tell you how to become a morning person, go back to that episode. So the thing is, you can always make excuses, but you've got to prioritize it. So first of all, it was create an identity around being a person who is fit, who does regularly exercise, and then also a person who prioritizes health and fitness. Like For me, it is not something that drops off first. For me, health and fitness is one of the things I hang on to, even when I'm stressed and when I'm busy, it's always a priority because for me, if that goes, I start to feel like absolute crap. So for me, I will make the time, even if I've got assignments, I will make that half an hour or an hour to get outside, do a workout at the gym or go for a run or a walk. I'll make that time because for me, I know it's so important. And look, if that's not your priority, then that's fine, but you probably won't be listening to this episode if you're not someone who doesn't want to start exercising more so you've really got to want it and that's the one thing I think I've seen the most is that people don't want it it's not a priority they say they want to get fit but for them it's not a priority and so that's fine but admit that to yourself that it's not a priority don't make excuses and say that it's you don't have time or you're too tired you're too busy or anything like that because if it's a priority for you you'll find a way to get around those excuses. I guarantee you. Like for me, I had no weights. I just found a new way to work out. I started running in the mornings rather than doing bodyweight exercises. You just change it up. You figure out something different if it's a priority. So that's a little rant. But I guess working in the gym, I do see it a lot. So it's something I'm passionate about. I feel like I've heard it all. So I don't want you to kind of leave this episode and be like, oh, well, that's all well and good for that person, but for me that's not applicable. This is applicable for everybody because there's no excuse that you can't make time for yourself, like if you've got kids, if you've got commitments with work, like I don't know whatever it might be, like it can literally be you could have so much on your plate, but I've seen those ladies that get up at five thirty in the morning. I've seen those people that come in, I've spoken to people that do night shifts or you know chefs that work till 10:30 at night they come into the gym at 11 o'clock like once it's a priority to them they make time if you don't want to be that person who gets up at 5:30 or comes into the gym at 11 o'clock at night that's fine you just got to find what works for your schedule it might be you do it in your lunch break so people that tell me they work full time how long's your lunch break half an hour great that's 20 minutes you can come in and do a quick workout five minutes get changed five minutes get out of your gym gear like there is ways to make it work and doesn't have to just be gym like you can fit it into your schedule so yeah just ditch the excuses and make the time make it a priority and create your identity around being someone who does prioritize it and who is a fit person because if you believe that you will start to get fitter and you'll start to act that way now That was supposed to just be my first point, but I feel like it was three points in one. My next point is to exercise for the way you feel, not the way you look. I think I started working out probably around the age of like 14 or 15, like actually going into a gym and doing classes. So like I've been doing it for a while, like that's almost 10 years, which is kind of crazy. And when I was doing it then, and look, it probably is something that fluctuates, but I've definitely come a long way but when I was doing it back then it probably was more fueled by I want to look a certain way. A lot of people want to look toned, look lean, lose weight, all those kind of things to look a certain way and back then I probably was doing it more to look a certain way and still now I do have a lot of goals around my physique and things that I want to achieve but it's not so much to look a certain way, it's more to find out what I'm capable of like How low can I get my body fat because I'm eating well or how defined can I get my abs to look because I'm doing the correct exercise and the correct nutrition. Like it's to see what I can push myself to achieve. It's not because I'm exercising just to look skinnier. Like it's really flipped around for me and I'll admit I probably still have some work to do on not focusing on the way I look subconsciously but... My main drive to exercise every single day is for the way that it makes me feel like and the way I know this is during the longer isolation, ISO 1.0, I found that I wasn't doing it to look a certain way. I just needed it for my mental health. Like I had to exercise daily to have structure, routine and to get that release of endorphins that exercise gives you to feel strong, powerful, powerful capable like I can move my body I'm functional I'm looking after myself it's taking time out it's self-care so for me it was super important from the mental aspect of how good it makes me feel I was doing strength sessions and cardio sessions all HIT based so high intensity interval training if you're new to all the lingo I was doing that but I was doing it every single day and it wasn't I didn't really care how I looked in the sense of I think one part of me did, like, you know, everyone wanted to use ISO to make this a time where they're going to get really lean and focus on their diet. But the reason I was turning up every day wasn't for that, because for me, I know that it's 80% diet, 20% exercise. So I know that my eating is going to be responsible for how I look. So for me, when I'm exercising, it's because I know how good it makes me feel. And that's way more of a motivating driver than doing it to look a certain way because if you're exercising to look a certain way once you do it for a week or two and you don't see results you'll give up and you'll stop for a month or longer I've seen people have memberships at the gym for three or four years like honest to god it's crazy and I will call them up and sometimes people will be like yeah I know I'm still planning to get back into it but like you've had three or four years like more commonly would be like a year off and it's like yeah I don't want to cancel I'm still planning on coming back but don't be that person, don't wait for the right time to get back into it because if you're doing it for the looks, you'll just be like, oh well, I don't mind, I'll get back into it you know, when it gets closer to summer so that I can get my summer body. Whereas if you're doing it for the way you feel, you won't want to stop and start because you'll want to consistently be feeling good and consistently improving how strong and powerful you feel and how confident you feel within yourself it will improve your self-esteem there's so many benefits in the way you feel that's going to drive you to turn up each day and even if you miss sessions you'll still turn up the next day or the next week and get back into it because you're not basing it on oh, I'm not seeing results so I'll just give up for a while and I think that's been the biggest change for me although I've always been pretty consistent with my exercise but for me, it's become so much more about my mental state, mental well-being um, and also just looking after my body on the inside. Like even if it's not a mental thing, even if it's not a physical thing on the outside, on the inside, looking after my you know, organs and my heart health and my bone health and muscle health because if you're getting your aerobic exercise in, you're looking after your heart, you're also keeping your body fat down so it's good for your internal organs. It's keeping the risk of certain chronic disease at bay so it's really looking after yourself from a physical point on the inside as well as you know there's aesthetics of course like that's always nice to try and have a good physique but it's really just not that important at the end of the day when there's so many other benefits on the inside to be gained so do it for the way you feel and then my next point is to set measurable goals you need to be able to track your progress and have something to work towards this is something that i still am doing more and more of myself um and i think it's super important to have this though because now that i am doing it i should have been doing it a long time ago but for example with big compound movements so if you're doing strength training like if you're doing regular exercise you should be doing some strength some cardio exercise and a bit of stretching as well so with my strength training I've started to track like my chest press, which is a big compound movement, a squat and a deadlift. So your big main movements to track your progress and your strength overall. If you pick some big movements, like those are some good go-to ones, and track your weight that you're able to lift and challenge yourself and see if you can up your weights, you'll actually see that you're making progress. And then if you start to focus on the fact that you can lift more weight, then guess what? You're going to be turning up to the gym because one, you don't want to lose those strength gains that you've just got. And two, to increase them because you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like if I could increase by, you know, five or 10 kilos in two, three months, whatever your time frame, I don't know. It'll depend on yourself and what weight you're starting at to what you'll achieve. But you'll be motivated to keep on turning up, to keep on increasing and improving yourself, but not for how you look, but because of what you're able to perform. And that's Coming back to my previous point, but it's being able to measure that because it's one thing to know that you're feeling good and feeling strong, but how do you know? So, actually, write your weights down, and that's something I'm just slightly getting better at myself now. You can also track your progress. So, for me, I have been doing this for a long time, but like tracking weight, body fat percentage, track your centimeters, so your measurements. And again, you might think, oh, well, this is tying into the way you look. But for me, this is probably more a nutritional side of things, supplemented by the exercise. So tracking all that to see if my diet's paying off, if I'm looking after my body well, if I'm feeling it with adequate nutrition, then I should start to see that reflected in my numbers. But that's probably more nutrition than exercise for me. Because with exercise, I'm not expecting it to be an instantaneous payoff in the way I look. So... Yeah, a little side note there. Maybe nutrition could be another topic to do because it's definitely one I'm passionate about as well. But track your progress and then that'll be more motivation to actually do regular exercise. Next point, find a style of exercise that you enjoy. You're not going to want to keep turning up if you don't enjoy it. And there's so many different styles. So you could do weight training, you can do Zumba, you can do HIIT training, you can do aerobics, classes, PT sessions, boot camps outdoors, running, cycling, swimming like it goes on and on and obviously you're not going to love all of those things like some people might find that Zumba is the funnest thing they could do and won't feel like a workout but that's your workout done amazing. For me I love doing HIIT training that's been my thing for a little while now because I love to get the high intensity bursts of energy I love to be able to push myself but able to do to do strength training at the same time. So that's my jam at the moment and has been for ages and that's what I enjoy. I just love being able to push myself. I don't like so much like doing 60 minutes of one steady pace exercise. But then in saying that, like I've mixed it up recently like when the studio that I was going to shut, I started running. And normally that wouldn't have been my cup of tea, but it was something different and it was something that I was enjoying because all of a sudden I found that runner's high that they kind of talk about like I have never been a runner that was an identity I had I started getting up and running every morning and then I started to think to myself oh well hey what would be a runner be like someone who identifies as a runner would probably be someone that was getting up or just going for runs more often than not like a couple of days a week or most days a week and then all of a sudden I was that person I was going for a run most days of the week so I was like well hey does that mean I'm a runner? And all of a sudden, for three weeks in a row, I was turning up for runs every day. And it was something I was enjoying doing. I was getting into a rhythm and I was starting to see improvements. I was able to start increasing my distance that I was able to run. I was able to increase my speed. So running's a great one for if you are wanting to track your progress, look at how many um, minutes it takes you to run a kilometer, how far you can run how many breaks you need, what your heart rate's sitting at. All of those kind of things are great measures for your progress. So that might be something you enjoy. But like find a style and then change it when you get sick of it. Or do a bit of both. Like for me running and HIIT training. Just find what you enjoy and then you'll actually be able to keep it up as a consistent regular routine. For me when I try to do running like in the past I haven't enjoyed it much I think the one thing that is side note if you're wanting to get into running i found playlists that were set beats per minute and that actually helped me get into a rhythm for my running because in the past i haven't been able to maintain a pace but when i found the playlist with beats per minute i was able to actually hit that even pace and actually maintain a steady stride which made it a lot easier to control my breathing and my heart rate so anyways side note if you're wanting to start running But in the past, I haven't had that, and so I haven't enjoyed running because I really struggled to get my breathing under control. And so it's never something I've enjoyed, and I've never stuck to that consistently in the past. But I've been regular with other types of exercise. So if you're someone who doesn't like running, don't try and go out and become a runner. Go find something you enjoy. If you love riding your bike in the bush, do that. Like, don't try and do what everyone else is doing, find what works for you. Another rant. but my next point is incorporate a social aspect and you probably think oh well that's super obvious but with this like when you get people coming into the gym for the first time they're a bit nervous I always say come and do it with a friend come and do a few workouts with a friend bring them along for a week and this is such a good strategy so for me what I did I joined up to F45 and started doing that with a friend I kind of put the feelers out to my whole f- group of friends it was like who wants to come and do this for with me and one of the girls did and then we both ended up joining up and we didn't necessarily go to every single class together but it got us both in the door that first few times and then not always are we doing a class together every single day but it means I get to see a friend a couple of times a week that I normally wouldn't get to see and then that's so motivating to turn up for like a 7 15 class or You know, those weekend classes early in the morning that you wouldn't normally want to do because if there's a friend that's waiting for you there, one, you're more likely to actually turn up. You're not going to hit snooze on your alarm. But it's a social aspect that you enjoy. You get to see a friend, have a laugh. And then I dragged another friend along. And so now I've got two friends that go so I can see both of them or one of them on different days. And it just makes it so much more enjoyable because I get to see my friends while I exercise. So of course I'm going to turn up. Not that I've ever been someone that's relied on someone else for accountability, but it can make it way more fun. So that'll come down. I was going to make it one of my later points, but don't rely on others for accountability. So even though I'm saying grab a friend, I'm not saying have someone that you're relying on for accountability because one thing I do see is like a pair of friends will join the gym and they'll only come in and work out together and then when one of them stops coming into the gym the other friend stops coming as well because you're like oh well she wasn't available she bailed she didn't come so we both didn't go to the gym when you're relying on someone else to motivate you to turn up to the gym very dangerous because if they stop you'll stop so when i say incorporate a social aspect get a friend to come along but don't rely on them to be there every single time just make it a benefit for when they are there so like i said when i started going to f45 with a friend she wasn't always at the classes but I would still go and vice versa she would still go even if I wasn't there but then we'd do some together as well like we'd try and plan to do two or three a week together and then the other ones we didn't have the same schedule on those days so we'd still just go and do our own thing so we weren't accountability buddies for each other but we were company when we could get there together so it made it fun when we could do a class together which meant we were both regularly turning up in the meantime to maintain our fitness and to keep doing it but it made those times when we could do a class together so much more fun so I want it to be a social aspect not an accountability aspect so it's great fun to work out with a friend just don't rely on them to be the reason that you're turning up don't rely on them to be your motivation and then that probably ties into another point that I hadn't really jotted down but I think will be super important to talk about is that don't rely on motivation I really don't believe in this because I think working in the gym and speaking to people on the phone for almost four years now about why aren't you coming into the gym and hearing them say I don't have the motivation worst excuse ever like if I only exercised when I felt like it I wouldn't be regularly exercising it's not motivation that's going to get you into a regular exercise routine it's habit honest to god that's all it comes down to you've got to create a consistent habit because once you rely on motivation, you're fucked, (laughs) like that's really blunt, but honest to God, I think need to cut through all the misconceptions about, oh that person's so motivated, like think of like those fitness influencers you see on Instagram, and you think they have so much motivation, look at how fit they are, no, it's not motivation, they have commitment that they've made to themselves, they have drive, which you might say, oh that's motivation, but I would argue that drive is they've got a good reason why they're doing it. But motivation, it wanes. It comes and it goes. So if you rely on it, you're not going to be in a regular exercise routine. So just throw that idea out the window. I feel like people talk about motivation all the time. Like you could find articles on how to get motivation to work out. Don't even rely on it. Just even when you don't feel like it, if you're listening to your body and your body needs a rest day, obviously have a rest day. But if every day you're like, oh, can I be bothered? Can I be bothered? Nope. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you can't be bothered. You turn up anyway. You make it a habit. So then that ties back into my next point. I'm just all over the shot today. Put it in your diary and commit to it. So it's a habit. You're going to make this commitment to yourself. So that's why sometimes having a friend can be good because you lock in a time and you've committed to that but I don't want you to commit to the friend, I want you to commit to yourself. So for me, when I'm organized, I'll have my calendar all set up and I'll have all my workouts in for the week. And normally I pick the exact same time. So find a time that works for you and put it in your diary or put it somewhere, but commit to it. So for me, like I was saying, in those first few weeks of placement when the studio was open, I was going to a 5.30 class every single day and one that creates a really good habit because I finish at 4.30, I go home, I get changed, I go straight to the studio. Don't have to think about it, I just know that's what I'm doing. It's a habit, no thought about it because you don't have to think with habits, with motivation. You've got to think and get the energy and the thought behind it to drive you to do it. Just turning up, making that commitment. Also, it's F45 so I was booking in, very handy because then if you're like me you'll want to turn up you don't want to let someone down because you've booked in and there's also cancellation fees so that's also motivating but it didn't used to be that way so anyways if you can book yourself in for a class 100 percent do that that's a great way to hold yourself accountable but you should be able to hold yourself accountable without that external factor really so put it in your diary and then what i was getting around to is that 5:30 time stopped working because i couldn't go to a studio i couldn't book in and so then i started to find that I wasn't really feeling it in the afternoons. And so you might say, oh, well, that's motivation. You did lack motivation. I recognised that. And then I recognised that it wasn't a motivation issue. I still wanted to work out. It was a time issue. I was really super fatigued. So it wasn't motivation. It was energy. So solution, mornings. When have I got more energy than when I first wake up? So I started working out in the mornings. And that worked for me. That worked really well. Because sometimes motivation is a little bit of a factor in the fact that in the afternoons you'll have less motivation compared to in the morning because of decision fatigue and this might be a good episode to do but decision fatigue is when as the day goes on you've made more and more decisions and you get a decision fatigue so you get more tired it's harder to make good decisions and to follow through on decisions as well Um, so if you decide to do something in the morning you've probably got a lot more power to follow through on it than if it's later on in the day so if you find that you've made a plan to work out in the afternoon and then you're bailing change the time to the morning because you'll have a lot more self-control willpower and everything that you need to get yourself up out of bed and moving so put it in the morning when you're not relying on motivation so much as in the afternoons And for me, that really, really worked. I was getting up consistently and feeling really good for the whole day as well. So be flexible, but find a time that works. And if it stops working, change it. But once you've committed to a time, make it consistent. I think that's the one thing that's worked really well for me. In the past, I used to always try and work out after work and that was okay because I would work in a gym, but I was finishing at, you know, 8pm, working out 8 till 9 and then my shifts would change. So, you know each night would vary what time I was working out and some t- days I'd be really tired and just want to skip that so now I just try to do mornings besides when I was doing the 5:30 classes because I had to leave the house at quarter past seven anyways <laughs> I like to do the morning sessions now because that works for me really well it feels good for the whole day and I experiment with different times but I put it in my diary I commit to that time I book in for the classes And I want you to do the same thing, pick a time and make it consistent or as consistent as possible so that it becomes a habit so that you don't have to think about it. That's pretty much the main takeaway. You don't want to have to think about it, you just want to do it. And on that, you want to ditch the all or nothing mindset. So this is kind of what I was saying at the start is that I've spoken to so many people that will come to the gym, they'll join up and they'll come and they might have committed to... Five visits a week, like often people hit the gym. They're quite ambitious in how many visits they want to get in, which is fine. Apart from when they stop coming, so they do five visits a week for the first two and a half weeks. You know, they get five visits, five visits, then they do three, and then they stop coming in. We don't see them for two and a half months. Like it happens so so much, and that's because everyone seems to be in an all or nothing. Not everyone. A lot of people seem to be in an all or nothing mindset around fitness as well as so many other things in life but it does become really evident and apparent in fitness because we can see when you're not turning up for your visits at the gym (laughs) so what you need to do is not have an all or nothing mindset you're not on the bandwagon or off the bandwagon you're just consistently turning up so rather than getting two and a half weeks into your fitness journey and this is common like around the three four week mark not even four weeks, probably two or three weeks, people stop coming because they stop seeing or they don't start to see those results. But that's people are not coming because they're in an all or nothing mindset. They're like, I need to do everything or I will just not do anything at all because I'm not getting results. It's not worth it. Just pick that happy medium of, okay, you missed the Thursday, Friday, but maybe you have the weekend off and you're back in on Monday or you're back in on Sunday or Saturday. Like you just get back into it it's not I'm doing it all or I'm not doing it at all you want to just turn up consistently get in your regular visits maybe aim to do three instead of five each week so that you've got a minimum baseline that you have to meet and this can be a really good strategy as well set yourself for the week that you've got a minimum that you've got to meet so maybe it's each week you've got to do a minimum of two workouts that's your minimum baseline and anything the above and beyond that is good but no matter what your rule with yourself is you'll hit that minimum baseline of two workouts a week so they might happen on a Saturday and Sunday because you didn't do the Monday to Friday's workouts but no matter what you commit to that because once you've got a minimum baseline then you can build upon it and start to increase but it means you avoid having that all or nothing because if you go from you know five to zero workouts that's not going to be useful and not going to help your health and fitness whereas if you commit to two a week okay sure it's not five but you're still doing it if you do two a week for two and a half months that's way better than doing you know 10 in the first two weeks and then not doing anything for the next two and a half so get rid of the all or nothing mindset and just do something that's actually achievable and commit to that rather than trying to smash it and then giving up because I've seen it way too often and it doesn't work (laughs) and now you need to come up with a strong why to beat your excuses so I've probably went on a bit about this with excuses at the start but for me I've got a really strong why and it's for like for why I work out it's because of my mental well-being and because it makes me feel damn good and that's a way stronger the why for me than the way I look Um, for you it might be a variety of reasons you might want to be able to lift a certain weight because you've been someone who's been really weak your whole life and you felt like you've been skinny and people have made comments about your weight and you finally want to be strong and empowered and not have people commenting on the way you look but you know doing it because you want to feel strong for the first time in your life you might want to feel fit you might want to be someone who can run a certain distance because you were never able to run much in school you might want to be just someone that does that because it's a commitment to yourself It might be a way of like I think I've discussed this in episodes such as becoming a morning person the reason that you get up is because you're honoring a commitment that you've made to yourself maybe exercise is one really great way to honor a commitment that you've made to yourself to look after yourself it might be a form of self-care and doing exercise is a form of self-care is a way stronger why to keep turning up every day versus to look a certain way to get abs or to get a thigh gap or to get those toned arms like those reasons are going to not motivate you long term but when you're doing it for other reasons stuff that really matters to you that improves your life like the quality of your life and how you feel it might be that you suffer from depression or anxiety and the release of the endorphins is what gets you through the day it's those chemicals that help you feel good um, to help you cope with life and its stresses like all of those things are going to be a really 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 powerful why so that'll help you to overcome the excuses when they do come up because they will like for me I could have easily gone all right I'm tired Five thirty p.m is not working I'm fatigued I'm falling asleep at 8 p.m on the couch I don't have a reason to do it. I just won't exercise for the next three weeks and I'll get back into it later. Instead, my why is because I do it for my mental and emotional well-being and my own well-being as a person, like for the health and fitness benefits as well and the way that I feel, you know, strong and confident. Those reasons why meant that I wanted to keep doing it. I didn't want to stop for three weeks. I wanted to find a way to put it into my routine because I love the way it makes me feel. So because I had such a strong why, I overcame those excuses. I came up with a way to make it work. So when you've got a strong why, it'll give you ways to come up with creative solutions, I guess. And then this is a little side note, but I'm going to add it in. (laughs) If you're finding that you're struggling to be an active person, get a dog. (laughs) I got a dog a couple of years ago and it's been the best thing (laughs) in terms of getting me moving. So if you've got a dog, get outside and just walk if you've got a cat you probably don't want to take your cat for a walk but just having something like a reason to get outside that's not you like if you're doing it for someone else like if you're in a really dark place and you're struggling sometimes having an animal or a companion that you're doing it for like to start that regular routine can be really helpful obviously this isn't super practical advice but worth keeping in mind that if you were thinking about getting a dog it can also be great for your health and fitness because you're doing it you're going to be turning up even on those you know Sundays you might be hungover. you might still turn up because you've got to take your dog for a walk so you'll still be more active than if it was just you that's just yeah a little side note <laughs> so I think I'll wrap it up there I think that covers all of my points oh actually no I did have one more I skipped over in the very middle so if you're exercising and you're finding you need another reason to do it with my I do my strength or my cardio hit workouts in the morning And then I also go for a walk every day with my dog. I incorporate a mental aspect to it in terms of my walks. I make them about my personal development. I listen to a podcast or sometimes on the days that I'm not really feeling a podcast, if I'm not really wanting to learn or, you know, improve my brain, I guess. Sometimes I just want to feel really good. So I might pick like a banging playlist and just play that to feel good, like to put myself in a really feel good place So sometimes it'll be to make me mentally feel good. Sometimes it'll be to learn and to grow and evolve and take in new information through podcasts. I have lots of different topics I listen to with the podcasts. Actually, not lots. It'll either be (laughs) personal development or it will be about money or about real estate. Those are my things I listen to because they're passions and things that I like to learn and keep evolving as much as I can on. So my walks become more about what I'm going to learn and about making time for that part of my life, my personal development, than it is about exercise. So if you, like, it was kind of tying into that social aspect. Making the exercise not just about physical benefits, but for me, I've got a social aspect because I meet friends at the studios that I go to or incorporating uh, another mental aspect, like your learning or giving yourself a source of information or making yourself feel good because it's a chance to listen to your favorite songs giving yourself another reason than just the physical can make it a reason to get out of the house like sometimes I don't feel like going for a walk like I might be just in not a great headspace but I'm like but I know I'm gonna feel good after this this podcast and I don't listen to podcasts while I'm just sitting down I listen to them while I'm walking So, sometimes that can be enough of a reason to get me out of the house because I want to listen to a podcast and get moving so that I can listen to it rather than going out just for the sake of moving and exercising. So, it's having other reasons or other things that you can do at the same time rather than just doing it for one sole purpose. You can kind of kill two birds with one stone. So, now that is definitely all my reasons all summed up there. So, I hope you found that helpful. If there is anything else that you want me to cover please send me a message on instagram i'm at set your mind to it followed by an underscore you can shoot me any messages on there i'll let me know if you'd want to hear more episodes about food or nutrition because i'm definitely more than happy to chat about all those things and you know the mindset changes you can do to get in a better place regarding food and exercise so i hope you've enjoyed this episode if you have please depending on what you're listening to jump on and give the podcast a five-star review if you've enjoyed it and do not forget to hit subscribe because then you can keep up to date with episodes when they come out and that would be fantastic because I want you to keep on tuning in and hearing all these episodes so thank you so much for listening and I'll chat to you guys next week bye